Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix on RNIB Connect Radio and joining us on the line now from our weekly soap catch-up is David Jorgensen from Inside Soap Magazine. How are you doing, David? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, yeah. We've not spoke before, David. I'm Chris Wallace. I'm sitting in for Jill Barkley today and I have to admit, David, I don't watch the soaps quite as avidly as Jill does, but she has been filling me in with the recent big plot lines and assures me you will keep me right. So here's going I'm on. sure I'm sure she definitely has filled you in. Yeah, she's quite opinionated. Is she, that Jill now? About she is soaps. very opinionated and <laughs> she likes to chat. So <laughs> I have found out quite a lot. So let's start with Emmerdale, uh, David. What's the big plots that have been happening this week? Yes, well, there's quite a lot going on at Emmerdale at the moment, and um, I think if you're an Emmerdale fan, you're in for a real treat over the next few weeks as well. There's a lot going on, a lot of stuff I'm not allowed to talk about either, so all I can say is, this is my advice to Jill, whenever I say you have to watch something, I really mean it. I don't just mean, you know, just tune in genuinely. There's stuff coming up, and it's going to be really good, so you do have to tune in. But this week has been quite busy now, and a lot of stuff going on last night that uh, uh, we were quite a little bit surprised about so we've got a uh, tracy and um, david's wedding of course did not go according to plan the bride kidnaps absolute chaos everywhere then in the middle of all this jane holly having a secret snog and um, that's a bit of a, a strange coupling now that we're not expecting at all and then there's going to be another one tonight i will not spoil it for you too much but i think there's going to be the, the first hints of a romance between a pair that haven't really spoken before as far as i'm aware uh yeah so plenty going on in emberdale and it does seem to be a lot of emotional stuff happening yeah, well, Jill was very excited about the wedding that was coming up. She was a bit concerned about uh, Tracy having a hard time coming to terms with her father's return um, and getting married to David. And yeah, she's she's been uh, very excited about this plot line. And as you're saying about uh, secrets that are starting to develop, a little birdie tells me that Kerry will soon be getting some shocking news. Is that right? I couldn't possibly comment, but tune in tonight because she's going to get a surprise indeed. Not sure it's the surprise that we're actually thinking about now, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the start of a very tumultuous time for poor Kerry. (laughs) And we saw Paddy go a little bit bonkers in Rona and Pierce's house this week. What about that, David? Do you know what? As I say to Jill quite often, I've got very limited sympathy for Paddy at the moment. Paddy has had the affair um, and then went off to Germany to come back and uh, absolutely devastated to find that Rona is now uh, with Tess's uh, husband, uh, Pierce. And yeah, it's... (laughs) Yeah, Paddy might well be trying to keep everything together as it was, but he's the one who went out and spoiled it in the first place. So, so um, no, yeah, my sympathy is limited. What I do worry about, though, is Rona and Pierce, and I think Pierce is a bit more sinister than he's letting on. And yeah, I, I do. I am quite concerned about Rona's long-term safety. Let's just say. So you've no sympathy for Paddy, but Jill has been wondering if there's any chance that Paddy and Chaz could get back together. After all, Chaz has had a terrible run of luck with men and she knows Paddy's a safe bet. Never say never in soap, put it that way. But yeah, I do have to quash some of Jill's more outlandish requests and fantasies when it comes to soap now, I have to say. And I think this might be one of them. I've not seen any hint of whatsoever of uh, Paddy and Charles getting back together. I and mean, I don't think it would happen anytime soon. She simply lives to, uh, she simply loves to live in hope, I think. Her she certainly does. <laughs> and just finally with Emmerdale, David, what is going on with Jimmy? He seems to have almost lost the plot and is making out he's been recently widowed 
in order to curry sympathy at the local mother and baby group. But is he about to get himself into big trouble as one of those ladies seems to have taken a shine to him? You're very well briefed. I'm very impressed with this. Well done. Yes. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy is. Uh, Jimmy's not impressed at the moment uh, with Nico's behaviour, of course. And uh, um, you saw last night now the uh, arm wrestling contest with the with between him and Dan, his uh, supposed love rival. Um, wherever Jimmy King goes, chaos soon follows. Yeah. I, I don't know how he keeps everything together. He's a bit of an idiot, to be honest with you. Let's face it. So uh, yeah, let's just let Jimmy get on with uh, uh, making a big hash of things. <laughs> well, let's leave Jimmy there and let's leave Emmerdale there and move on to the cobbles. What's been happening on Coronation Street? What's the big stories this week, David? Plenty going on, actually, and uh, it's all very feeling heavy and uh, feeling is uh, really getting his tentacles into the Coronation Street now and all the residents there and this this terrible fake, um, this, this flat scam that he's doing with his associates and uh, our poor Eileen is being dragged into this now and she is really quite naive in all this. I think I've said this to you before. She's a, Eileen has been very, very naive and she thinks she's hit the big time now with feeling and this project and uh, uh, basically it's just a big uh, scam to get loads of cash out of people before they do a legger, do a runner rather and uh, I'm, I'm a bit concerned there are a few people who we like uh, who get involved in buying these dodgy flats and uh, one of them is Alex and uh, Alex um, obviously Kathy's uh, nephew and he wants some independence in his life as a young adult of course which is fair enough but yeah is he going to end up um, being one of the biggest victims of feelings plot todd is involved of course and todd shouldn't really know better especially as he's going out with a vicar but uh yeah it's i think this one is going to run and run for quite a while now and i don't think feeling is done with the street by a long shot well jill seems to think that the net is closing in on feeling do you think it's going to run for i don't agree with jill frankly no i think i think feeling is uh, uh he's got a long way to go yet i think feeling is really good actually uh feeling started off as a really out and out horrible villain that we just didn't want to see at all and now he's turned into sort of villain that he's quite interesting to watch and the way he does things and uh, uh it's but I, yeah i don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon but i think he's got a, a lot more trouble to cause before he goes however that may be well we'll look forward to seeing that uh, we also see that david is bubbling with rage under the surface after his wife kaylee has been murdered do you think he's going to land himself in a bit of hot hot water trying to avenge her I think so. Yeah, it's um, he's he's been really uh, he's stuck between uh, rock and a hard place now because on the one hand he wants to remain is he wants to try and you know remain calm and be a father to to Max and Lily, but at the same time he desperately wants revenge on uh, uh, the, for the death of Kylie. Of course, she was she was murdered. She was trying to uh, defend um, Gemma at the uh, kebab shop and uh, she ended up getting stabbed and and died on the cobbles. And he wants revenge, and I don't blame. Him. And he, I think what we're seeing now is is David really trying to reconcile the good side and the bad side of him. But it, unlike in the, in the past, where David has been out and out villain and caused loads of trouble for people like his mum Gail and his brother and so many different people this time you can see why he would want revenge on the killers and i think a lot of people at home watching have a lot of sympathy for david now for what happened and they've lived through hell for the last couple of years with all the stuff uh, that happened with callum of course and and yeah the, the misery the misery hasn't really stopped for david and uh, i don't
don't think he's going to get closure until he gets some revenge against Maka, however that is going to be. So a lot of sympathy for him, but there's a good chance he is going to find himself in a bit of bother once he does get to the stage where he can avenge her death. Mm, that's the thing, but I don't think we can blame him for that either. I think I think a lot of people in his situation would would be thinking along the same lines. So on to Craig, and Craig has very recently found out that the father that he had thought had run out on, in, on him was in fact in prison. Will we? Do you think we'll start to see Craig and his father build some sort of relationship in the future? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest now. Um, Craig uh, really wasn't aware of this before in the last couple of weeks. And uh, I think this, there's going to be an interesting twist in the storyline now. I can't say too much, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not necessarily sure that it's going to go in the direction that people think it is. And I think there's going to be a plenty more trouble involved. Whether that involves uh, Craig's dad or not is another matter entirely. He is behind bars, and we've seen in the form of Jim McDonald, of course, how trouble can be caused by those behind bars. And <laughs> um, Rob Donovan, most recently, Recently, of course as well and uh, yeah if Craig's dad played by um, I can't remember his name but he's, he used to play Butch Dingle many years ago in oh, Emmerdale yeah. uh, if he's going to be uh, causing trouble from behind bars it wouldn't surprise me um, watch out Craig Craig is a good kid and uh, uh, yeah I think he doesn't really need to get involved with his dad at this stage now in a bid to get some more exciting exclusives I hear that there will be an old favourite returning to the cobbles this Christmas do you have anything to say about that David? Yes, I do, actually. And we can talk about this. The news has been released. And they have been hinting at this in in, in, in a few scenes I noticed recently. Uh, Toya Battersby is coming back to Coronation Street, played by Georgie Taylor. She left many years ago, and she left in 2003 and went on to do uh, Casualty, who played Ruth Winters, who was absolutely brilliant character in Casualty for a while, and then moved on to Law and Order as well, and now is back in Coronation Street uh, from the end of this year, apparently. That's what they're saying at the moment. I'm not 100% sure if she's on set yet, but if if they if she does appear at Christmas, then she probably is about to start filming or has already started filming now. So it would be lovely to see uh, Toy back, and of course, Leanne has sister is trying to cope with uh, being pregnant uh, by Steve and wasn't expecting that at all um, and also uh, while Toya was aware of course Leanne had uh, the um, was reunited um, with her mother Stella who she hadn't um, met for many many years and then of course her half-sister Eva so I wonder if there's going to be a bit of tension Toy and Eva, because I don't think they've ever met before. And, of course, the little bit of background for the Battersby's is that uh, when they first arrived in 1997, uh, their parents were Janice Battersby, who uh, left a couple of years ago, but also very famously, of course, Les Battersby, who we haven't seen for many years. And uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what Toy has been up to. She's been living in Liverpool, as far as we've been told, uh, on screen at the moment. So it's not too far away from, uh, from Weatherfield. So, yeah... I can't wait to see Toy back. Actually, she was one of the great characters when uh, back in the day when she was in it and went through quite a lot in her time. Of course, uh, she went when she left in two thousand and three. She left as Spider, Emily's nephew. They haven't said whether Spider is coming back. I would love to see Spider back. Spider's <laughs> one of those characters who everyone remembers and everyone talks about. But uh, yeah, it would be lovely if Spider came back with Toy as well. But I'm not entirely sure that's going to happen. Soaps can be fantastic at Christmas. I'm glad we've got something else to look forward to, and I'm also glad, David, that we managed to get you to chat about that because I'm so used to hearing you say I couldn't possibly say anything <laughs> about that so finally let's take a quick look at EastEnders what was the big stories this week David? 
Oh, there's plenty going on, actually. Uh, Sonia has, has now left. Uh, in real life, we have to say congratulations to Nat Natalie Cassidy, who plays her. She's just had a, a baby uh, with her fiancé, and uh, yeah, she's off on maternity leave at the moment. Um, as far as I know, Natalie has, is, is coming back as Sonia at some point, but I'm not entirely sure when. So at the moment, Sonia has gone off for a new life doing private nursing in Kettering. So she's left Tina and uh, left Bex, her daughter, behind with her uh, ex-husband, Martin, and and yeah, that's the end of Sonia for a little while. Um, the the very sad story, of course, is is the death of the well, the murder of Paul Coker and how Les and Pam, his grandparents, have been trying to deal with that. And what we're seeing at the moment is the court case is about to start happening. And uh, poor Pam, of course, had that confrontation in the court uh, lose recently, where she didn't realise she was actually being nice to one of the people who killed Paul. And yes, yeah, she's very very conflicted of course about her feelings for that but uh, yeah she really needs the support of everyone around her and she's been supporting les of course as well uh les is uh um, transvestite he's uh, uh, his alter ego is christine and um, pam had a really hard time accepting that and it looks like pam is finally accepting the fact that um uh, les does actually get a lot of personal support from being christine sometimes so that was lovely to see as well but yeah this is going to be a very interesting storyline now to see whether um, Paul's killers are brought to justice. We have heard, of course, there's been quite a few departure announcements from EastEnders recently, and Les and Pam have been involved in that. They are part of the departure list. I'm not entirely sure when they will be leaving yet, but they have been talking on screen about wanting to leave uh, Albert Square at some point. So unfortunately, because they're two of my favourite characters, uh, it looks like we'll be saying goodbye to them at some point in the near future. I think Jill will be devastated because they are two of her favourite characters as well. And she's yes. got a lot of sympathy for both of them. But do you think it will be a happy ending for them? They'll get to leave the square to pursue their dream retirement? I don't know, to be honest. This is EastEnders, isn't it? And uh, people don't necessarily get the happy endings like you'd want or you'd hope. And uh, Pamela's, I've been through the absolute mill recently. And this, all this, all the, the, the storyline with poor Paul being murdered has really almost finished the pair of them now. And uh, yeah, they're really struggling to keep it together at the moment as well. And they're going to rely on each other a lot. The, with situations like this as people know in real life um, the happy endings are not guaranteed in the slightest and I do fear that uh, things could go the wrong way for Paul Pam and Les Yeah I do believe so EastEnders is not renowned for its happy endings <laughs> uh, that's why they get such a great theme tune to finish off each episode I feel like <laughs> I should put one in right here David uh, Well David it has been an absolute pleasure to chat to you today and thank you so much for filling us all in and what's been happening in Soapland. A brand new copy of Inside Soap is out now on the shelves and it is as brilliant as ever. So do go, do go out and get it if you can. And why not take a look at their fully accessible website? David, do you have that address? I do indeed. The website is accessible. And just a reminder, of course, that you could still vote for the best soap category in the Inside Soap Awards. Voting closes uh, a week on Monday on the 3rd of October, so you've not got very long to do it now. And if you want to do that, go along to our website, which is insidesoap.co.uk. Fantastic. Thanks very much, David. I'm sure Jill will be very excited to speak to you after a week of missing you. But it was a real pleasure chatting to you, and I hope I get to do it again. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.